I really believe that many of us are on this quest to be enlightened, to really awaken to the possibilities of who we are, how we can be on this earth, and really how we can make a greater impact. But so often we get stuck in those old negative patterns and stories. And today on the podcast, I am talking to an intuitive healer, and she is honestly one of the most beautiful souls I have ever encountered. Her name is Rosalind Smith, and not only does she work in the energetic, in the NLP space, but she also works in Reiki, Akashic Records, and really helping people move through anxiety, move through past life trauma, all to become more aligned with who they were created to be. Hey there, welcome to the Courage Cast. My name is Andrea and I'm your host. If this is your first time tuning in, I am so glad that you're here today. I would love to connect with you. You can find me over on Instagram at at Andrea Crisp Coach. Please do come say hello and let me know that you checked out one of the episodes. Now, on today's show, I am going to literally, but I'm about to explode about this, this episode. Now, if you follow me for any length of time, you know the spiritual journey I've been on. And I used to be a pastor and I've had a major faith deconstruction. There is so much that I am unlearning about my own faith and how I approach spirituality God, the universe, so many different things. And being open to this journey has really allowed me to meet some incredible individuals. And Rosalind Smith is one of those people. So you are in for a treat because Rosalind is going to explain why it is that we hold on to those old negative patterns and how we can cut karmic ties with our past lives. Are you ready to take courageous steps to create a life and business you love? Welcome to the Courage Cast. I'm Andrea Crisp, an empowerment coach, author, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. For years, I was afraid to allow myself to shine. That was until I discovered that I could step into my own power, shift my mindset, and take ownership of my destiny. Now I coach people across the globe who are ready to own their life and make a massive impact. With a blend of practical and spiritual advice, my desire is that the Courage Cast empowers you to take brave steps in your own life and business. Hello, Rosalind. I am so glad to have you on the Courage Cast today. I'm just really excited to chat with you all about what you do and how you are helping people, and really some things that I personally have never really known about. So I feel like I'm going to get schooled today on some new healing modalities. So welcome to the show. Hi, thank you, Andrea. It's lovely to be here. So I'll just give a quick introduction about what I do. So it just makes it a little bit clearer for people. So I'm Rosalind Smith. So I'm a spiritual coach and healer. And I've been helping people now for over 20 years heal past wounds, to feel aligned, to overcome anxiety, help them to live the, the life that they're truly meant to. And this has been life-changing for me as well as for my clients in a way that you see them literally um, letting go of what they're not needing and then 
opening up to see what is available to them. Now, I'm going to ask you probably a ton of questions <laughs> about, you know, how you got started and all of the different things that it encompasses. But, you know, people are, first of all, they're hearing your accent and they're like, oh, my gosh, what is this beautiful sound we are hearing? Where are you? Where are you actually located? OK, so I'm from England mm-hmm. and I live in a place called Lincolnshire in a little tiny rural village. So you and I met through a program that we are both a part of, which is called Unblock Your Business. And those of you who are listening to the podcast know that I have talked about it uh, different times on different episodes. And it really is a program to not only help you to really shift your mindset around your business, and but really about bringing in abundance into your business. And that's how you and I met. And we had the most beautiful conversation, which led to an opportunity for me to experience your work, your healing modalities. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then I might share a little bit of my experience. But I want uh, for you just to share a little bit about what are some of the things that you're actually working with when it comes to healing and your clients? That's a great question because it's changed over time. So when I started over 20 years ago, I started working with, which I know a lot of people have heard of, is is Reiki healing. Mm -hmm. I got in then to um, wanting to understand more about the mind-body connection. So I trained with hypnosis, you know, hypnotherapy. I trained with NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming and EFT. I did those modalities, but I was working spiritually at the same time. And the more that I was learning and became more familiar with everything, I then started working with people with weight loss. And it one thing just led to another. And academically, I was using what I was trained with, but the spirit side was always there. And so that was brought in. So I've always had that. So it sounds a bit of a long story, but that's Mm -hmm. always been there. Um, I I was going to say on the back burner to some degree, and Mm -hmm. then it's been brought forward even more of late. So then I got where I was quite interested in the Akashic Records, which is um, something that I'd heard of, but wasn't anything that I was I was interested in it, but I didn't work with it with my clients at the time because I was doing so many other things until I then started having clients coming through. When I started to know more about it, I started then to see that clients were coming through with things that was in a previous lifetime. So my work changed. And at the point that it changed, my modalities kind of changed. And the healing technique that I used became was my own it wasn't Mm -hmm. something that I was really taught to do it was something that was there and that I was guided to do and that's what I'm using now today more than anything now I'm very curious about when you say guided what does that mean for you when you say guided spiritually to do that okay so I work with a team of, I call them angelic beings. Some people Mm -hmm. call them angels. Some people want to call them fairies. It's however you want to call them. And I work with a team of guides. 
So this started when I started doing Reiki all those years ago. And I could see them sometimes and other times it was just that knowing of where to go, what to do, and that total guidance. And I knew I was in the flow. I knew mm -hmm. I, everything that I was doing was, was I say right, because that's the word I want to use. And over the years, it's just become more powerful and powerful. So I'm, I use it as my guides. And that's yeah. a higher force and an angelic force that helps me and shows me as soon as I tune into a client what it is that I need to see and where now I how, need to. Have you always been a spiritual person? Has this been something that, you know, wasn't a big surprise to you when it happened or was it, you know, something that was, that took you a little bit by surprise? Well, a bit of both really, because as a child, my mum says that I was different to my siblings. She's never really explained why, but <laughs> she did say you you was different. It was she, but I never really saw anything. So I haven't got any ghost stories or anything like that per se. I remember being in a cot when I was a baby and I remember seeing something at the side, but that's the only thing that most of us do. And then it was when I became a teenager that my mum's friend was into cards and telling fortunes and I became curious because she told me things even though she was a friend of my mum's she told me things that hadn't happened that then did happen and that was that blew my mind I have to say and at that point I was so hungry for more information but never ever I was doing secretarial work so this never crossed my mind that I would ever be working in in this field at all Mm -hmm. it, it was the moment that I hit my lowest point in life that I knew that I didn't really want to talk to somebody about my problems. I just wanted somebody to go in and take the pain away. And that's when you can say either Reiki found me or I found Reiki. And that's when my spiritual connection really started. So I knew about it. I was curious about it but never thought that I would be working with it in the way that I do today. And so would you describe it as that when you're working with someone that it is more about the relieving of the the pain than really going into the trauma or what has happened? I always say that it's not a nice thing to go back completely into the trauma. So we mm -hmm. can have a bird's eye view of it. We can be disassociated from it. So I do do the inner child work if it's necessary, because mm -hmm. some people it's, it's not. And spirit is showing me that. And just lately, healing's got faster than ever. I I was told this because I was listening to somebody else. And I, it escapes my mind who I was listening to. Um, but they were saying about healing becoming quicker and quicker of late. And it's true. I've noticed that with my own clients. So some of it is inner child work, yes. And then other times it is just cutting karmic cords and ties and letting those go. Okay. So we're going to get into that because that's totally fascinating to me. Um, I'm thinking about, you know, just even, you know, the process which, you know, you take your clients through when it comes to, you know, being guided or led in knowing, does this person actually need more therapeutic type talk, you know, conversation 
versus just actually going into the healing and doing the healing work. I'm, I'm very fascinated by that and the thought that you, you can kind of know the difference, which I think is really cool. Now, I had the opportunity to work with you. Uh, and we, we did um, some work around uh, what came up for me, because I'll just share because it's, you know, obviously was my session, but it was about a past life. Now, let's just, you know, preface this for people who've listened to the podcast in the past and have followed my journey, right? Now, they know that obviously I'm way more open to things that I have been in the past, but if you maybe rewound the clock uh, 10 years, let's say 10 years, this would not have been a conversation I would have been having <laughs> at all. Um, I would have been like, this is black magic. This is, you know, witchcraft, because I was very steeped in a religious culture that would have deemed this as such. And, but yet my own spiritual connection was very, it was very deep. And so I had experienced much of what you're talking about from a perspective in my own view and my own perception at the time that was very like Christian, religious, godly, righteous, holy, any of those words that I want, you know, we could have used for that. When I experienced this with you, it felt the same way. Like it didn't feel dark and wrong and all of those things that maybe in the past I would have associated it with. Um, learning more about the subconscious mind and learning more about how, um, you know, our past generationally affects us. I, I totally knew about that. But what I didn't know and what had not experienced was past life. So I'd love for you to share with us what does that look like when people even are talking about bringing a soul tie from the past, a past life into their life now? Okay, so there's a bit of a story about this. So what I've learned is, and through my clients, so it's not just what I'm hearing from somebody else. This mm -hmm. is what I've experienced in my own practice with clients with 20 years of, of experience. So when we sign up to hit the earth plane as a soul, mm -hmm. then we decide what it is that we want to go through and what we want to experience in this lifetime. So this could be that you've actually tried for several lifetimes to either overcome it or you've not tried to overcome it and realized this is the one. I'm ready now. I'm mm -hmm. on it. And so you will get other souls that may have been with you in other lifetimes, etc., other dimensions, and they will sign up and say, I'm going to help you get through this. So what will happen is they will then press your buttons to do. And it sounds it sounds a bit traumatic in some ways. But the thing is, if you bumbled through life and you didn't hit these ob any obstacles at all, then you would never have the opportunity to overcome what you said you wanted to experience. For your own soul, it's the growth and expansion within that. So it's important that the universe 
is so kind and loving that they keep showing you, oh, and this is happening. So it's like you've been in a relationship with a man, for example, and it's not working out, but then you've had multiple relationships before and they've not worked out and they've all ended up the same way. And you say, well, do you know what? All men are no good. Just an example. It could be money troubles. It could be anything, Mm -hmm. but there's a pattern. So the universe is showing you you're running this pattern. And because we love you so much, you said you wanted to overcome it. And then you have people around you, which are mostly family, and they are what we call, even though they're the people that normally we dislike because they trigger us, Yeah, they're actually our soulmates. Mm. And so they are the ones that until you've learned your lesson, you know, they will keep on triggering you because we wouldn't have a trigger if there was nothing there to bother us. You know what? We're definitely going to have a session about my past life in relationships. <laughs> I didn't even think about that before. And I was like, oh, I might be running a pattern with that. I didn't even know. Exactly. Okay. This could be that that was multiple lifetimes. It could be Mm -hmm. that it was a vow, an oath, a statement that you made. I'm done with men. And this could have been in in a previous life. So I go into the Acacia Records and as I'm working with you, is see where it's at. But I do not let anything clear or heal until it feels congruent with you. So there's the magic because you can't, or I can't, and you can't heal anything until you know that you've learned the lesson, you understand it, and now you are truly ready to let it go. I can't just go into somebody's Acacia Records and say, Oh, Andrea, we're going to do this and we're going to, right, we're going to let this go because, you know, I'm sick of seeing you struggle with this. (laughs) No way, that's not going to happen. It's about you saying, right, this is what we want to work. You know, this is is my pattern I've been running. And then we go, we find it, and then we, we heal it. We cut the ties, we clear the ties, and we heal it at the root of where it came from. Now, this can be also down your ancestral lineage. So I actually um, help people as well that have ailments, that have problems, that have things like um, just one client with Crohn's disease. She's had Mm -hmm. it since she was 21 and um, and, until she was, I think she was 65. And I went into comic, um, into a comic record, Acacia Records and cut some comic ties with that because she'd already told me that her father had the same. It was already in the lineage. And then there was other things that she needed to heal that was playing out through ailments through her body. Mm. So she manifested it. Yeah. And you know what? That's something that I have been like really learning for myself over the past few years, specifically, um, how much our thoughts manifest into reality but those thoughts had to come from somewhere. So yeah. um, it's kind of like you didn't just think it. It's not just there, like doesn't pop in, like magically pop in. It comes from something that was already in the subconscious or, as you're saying, ancestral or, you know, generations back, past life. This is really where it's so fascinating. So you and I are both friends with Vanessa, who is um, the facilitator of 
unblock your business. And one of our first conversations, which is so interesting that her and I ever had, was I said to her, Vanessa, what do you know about cord cutting? And she's like, I really just learned about it. And we that was like the first person I had ever talked to about it. And this was really still when I was kind of in ministry and I was in that world. But I had felt that I had been in a relationship. And when I came back, the relationship ended really badly. But I had knowledge that I shouldn't know. Like I felt things. I was like, I shouldn't know this information. And it was like, I tried to at first convince myself, I don't know that. I'm making that up. But the more I knew, you know, trusting myself was like, no, something's happening here, which got me into, you know, really learning about those energetic ties and those karmic connections. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, just so you know, I did clear those. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope. We'll have another session. We'll know for sure. But um, I would love to hear from people maybe who've never even experienced this. They have no idea what this is. Can you share with us, like, what does that look like for someone? Do you mean the karmic ties with somebody else that you're yeah, absolutely. with? Okay. Mm-hmm. So... Yes. Okay, so the easiest way to explain it is that because we're energy, we're made of mm-hmm. energy, and you have your aura, wherever we are and whatever we're doing, we're interacting with other people the whole time. We're all telepathic, we're all psychic, and that's just the way it is. And I always say it's about the unspoken word. So it's not about just the words that we speak, it's about energy that we're picking up from others. So we can be in a loving relationship with somebody and we can know without them speaking, without even seeing their face, how they're feeling. We've then picked up their energy and we have this chat, this tie, okay? Now, it's okay to have these energetic ties with all the people that we love and that we care about. We, you know, we don't want to distance ourselves at all because we're love first. But what we don't want is other people's baggage. Mm. Okay? That is a big difference. So when you look at nurses and carers, they're taking on a lot of people's baggage, a lot of people's sadness and, you know, deep emotion. And a lot of them will believe it's theirs. So they will go home on an evening or whatever, the end of their shift... And they will feel this over them. But they'll think it's them. I'm going to give you a quick example of this. I was having a very good day. There was nothing in my way. I was feeling great. And my husband had come home. We was working out in the gym. And I felt this overwhelming, that something, this sadness. And it, it just came to me. And I thought, wow, I felt okay today. What's going on? And then I said, has something gone off today? Have you been okay? And I won't talk about, you know, what transpired in the conversation, but it clearly it it did. And at that point, I just asked spirit to take it away from me. It wasn't mine. 
So when we have, when I have clients that have ended a marriage or they've had ill words with somebody and they say, I can't forgive them. No way that they did this to me. I say, well, if you don't, you're still energetically attached because while you're holding on to emotion, whatever that is, whether it's anger, resentment, bitterness, whatever you're still holding on to, you've got an energetic tie going on. Mm. So I know it's not always easy for people to forgive, but it's forgiving so that you both can be free. Because if you don't forgive, you're still suffering. So that's where the energetic ties come in again, is about being able to get to that point of knowing that it's okay and feeling emotionally okay with it all, that you can reach that moment of freedom and know that you're doing it for them, but for you ultimately. At that moment, we can then let the tie go. Because otherwise, this energy is pulling backwards and forwards the whole time. Right. So I usually give my clients something to do. And I will say to them, just spend five or 10 minutes on an evening and just um, ask for any energy that you've picked up today or any ties from anybody else to let them go, either go off into the ether or back where they came from, because you don't need that bogging you down. And especially, you know, people, you know, especially in the last few years have been feeling even lower than they normally would. And, mm -hmm. you know, with the worry and the struggle and all those things. So we're picking it up even more. I can go into a supermarket and I'm feeling it. You know, and I definitely have for sure. Like I know, um, I thought a lot of it was my own anxiety or my own stress because I didn't know that this was something that I could pick up from other people energetically. Like that was not something I, I definitely felt like people's moods affected me. I could know that, but I wasn't really aware of how I was taking on energy and how empathic I really was. Um, of course, learning over the past few years uh, has really brought to my understanding so much more understanding of this. But um, so what is the difference in between creating an energetic tie or having an energetic tie with someone here versus one that comes with you? When you say one that comes with you, do you mean... From a past life. From a past life. Okay. So when you've got somebody in a past life or somebody that's passed over, mm -hmm. either way, you still... The first thing to know is that we're spirit first. We're not a mind and we're not a body. Mm -hmm. Once we grasp that concept and we see that we're, we're all one and we're all connected, it's all the same. It's just different dimensions. Okay. So whether it's me and you energetically tied or you pass over and energetically tied, it's what your thoughts, feelings, emotions are with that person. Okay. I have worked with people and we've healed relationships with partners from previous lifetimes. 
and sometimes they've actually been playing out a very similar thing this lifetime because they decided to come back together to resolve it but they wasn't aware of that because when we hit the earth plane we have amnesia although we can all go into our own acacia records mm -hmm. you know with a bit of practice a bit of meditation we can all go into our own acacia records but as you know as we work as healers, mindset coaches, mm -hmm. whatever we do, we have blind spots. And sometimes it's easier for somebody else to go in and help you along and to do that for you. Uh, okay, but we so can all do that. I have a question. If we can all do that. I didn't know that. Okay. So I don't know what I thought the Akashic Records were. It was like some magical portal or something. <laughs> there have been many times when I will have what I, I just call it a download. Like that's what I refer to it as where I feel like I'm being enlightened to something in my own life. Um, much of it has been generational or in my own life where something clicks and I can see it. And I'm like, oh, that's why that has happened, causing me to do this. This is what I need to learn. And I knew that even before I was trained in NLP, but then in NLP, I started to see how, how to work that through for someone else, knowing that I was already doing that, in, but I didn't know I was doing it. If I'm having a download or kind of going into that meditative state, is that what would be the Akashic Records? Or is there something that, I don't know, like in Reiki... And this is all I, I mean, I'm, I'm not Reiki attuned or anything, but I know you have to be attuned by a Reiki healer. Is this the same thing with Akashic Records? No, you don't have to be attuned. Okay. So you can literally meditate and you could say a prayer and you can ask to go into your own Akashic Records. So it's like me, when I go into other people's records, I ask for permission of the person to go into them. If they don't give me permission, I'm I'm not going in. With yourself, you can meditate mm. and you can visualize. This is why, I mean, it's not really a book, but that's the way that we visualize it as humans, that we see it as a book. But And you could see it as a library and have in mind what is the question that you're wanting to ask what is it that you're wanting to let go of that you're wanting to heal that you want to know more about just being quite precise about it of, of what it is so it's setting the intention that you're going into the Akashic records so you are in a meditative state but it's not just meditation so okay you but you do not have to be attuned like i'm a spiritual healer Mm -hmm. I train to do Reiki. We're all healers. We're all spiritual healers, really. And I've sort of dropped the Reiki a little bit now because Spirit have given me a completely different way of working with people. So, but that was the catalyst to get me moving. And with the attunements, it opens you up more. But you don't have to do any of that to go into your Keshi records. 
Okay, that is that is really interesting and and good to know because I think there have been times or there may be people on here listening who are thinking, oh, I would like to you know learn more of, and I think learning about modalities is a great way to know and be exposed to certain things, and also having a session with somebody like there. You know, I remember my first Reiki session, you know, and then my first. Akashic record session, like all of these things. But then when I go back years and years ago, there was, I would go into prophetic rooms and that's in the Christian church where these people, that's what they did all the time was just give prophetic words. And that was something I was very okay with. Like that was how I grew up. That was very normal. Now I was more sensitive to know when I was going in and receiving from someone and they would say, test and see this afterwards. Don't just take my word for it. Test it and see. And there would be many times where um, people have said something to me and I almost manifested it out afterwards because of my belief was so strong that they were right. Yeah. Um, so I'm learning and I'm learning some of that a little bit and even into my own coaching how that works for me and allowing other people to come to their own learning which is what you are talking yeah. about i believe everything comes at the right time mm -hmm. i totally believe that when we're ready it will be shown and some people may not be ready to go into the Rakeshit records and me I just picked a book up and after I'd been working spiritually for years and doing all the other things I was doing all the other modalities I just thought how interesting is this I'd heard about it but didn't know a lot about it I'd no sooner finished reading the book as I was getting clients and spirits saying Rakeshit records it's in there this is where it came from this is and they would show me at the time, what had happened or um, just images of mm -hmm. knowing, even with weight loss clients, it might have been that they'd had trauma in a previous lifetime and they was, you know, overweight then and or had some trauma that caused this upset to carry it out. So they've tried every diet under the sun and it just wouldn't work because actually there was more into more tapped into that. And there was some down the lineage and all that kind of thing. And I was like, I was blown away. I have to admit it. This was, I did not see it coming at all. And then it's just grown that way that now I only really attract the people, even though they're not aware of it, mm -hmm. is the people that it's coming from previous lives. Interesting. Yeah. So it wasn't something I planned out. It wasn't mm -hmm. work that way. It was almost by accident. <laughs> yeah. said, oh, the universe obviously had bigger plans for me, but I didn't see that coming. I was still hooked up on, you know, what my qualifications were and I need to work like this. And but that didn't suit me. I, I don't work that way at all. I work completely spontaneous with every client of what they need and are tuning spiritually. Well, uh, I am I am just like seriously like blown away by just even talking to you and learning from you and just kind of getting more of an understanding of this. And also I'm sure that there are people listening that are like, Oh my goodness, 
I need to know more about this. And I you know, always want people to connect with any guests that I have on. So how can people find you? How can they work with you? Um, can you share a little bit about what that would look like? Okay, so I do an Acacia Record reading. Mm-hmm. And um, that's an hour and 15 minutes. And what I do within that reading, which is on my website, um, is that they, if there's something there that they're running a pattern, mm-hmm. it may be done in just a session of what they need to let go of. So I have that, which is a, a standalone thing. So some people are just curious to know what is their sole purpose? What, what am I here for this time? because things aren't making sense to them. So again, that gives us great insight as to what's going on in there. So that's one way. Um, Another way, I have a six-week healing program. So I work with people that have got ailments that they've not been able to overcome. And also I work with people with anxiety because sometimes anxiety has still come from, you know, somewhere else. So, Mm -hmm. um, and then I have a 12-week Uh, uh, alignment program which is listening to the whispers of your soul and this is a new program that I've just put out and that's about helping to people to feel aligned in in life completely so they feel at joy at peace and it's taken away what they don't need it's taken away um, everything to go back to listen to soul it's about listening to your intuition, listening to your own internal sat-nav. Because we get programmed from a very early age, of, from the moment we're born through society. We're getting told of ways that we need to think, behave, and that masks us. So my work in the program is taking you back to who you are at soul level, to that spirit to the heart of you and that all of those things actually do the same everything that I've mentioned so you could find those on my website and also people can if they're on there they can contact me through there because there's my email and one thing or another on there as well so plus I'm on Instagram and Facebook I don't know if you're are you putting the links on there of, I will I will include yeah, all of the, the links, website yes. and mm-hmm. yeah so yes yeah, I would encourage you. And is it rosalind.com, the, your email or your uh, website? It's rosalind-smith.com. Unfortunately, okay. somebody took Rosalind Smith. <laughs> so, but rosalind-smith.com. Yes. Okay, awesome. Well, we will link all of that in the show notes for people so that they can get in touch with you. And I would just encourage people, you know, just reach out, have a, uh, have a conversation with Rosalind because this absolutely blew me away. Uh, In one session, there was so many breakthroughs for me to show up differently in my own life. And I was just absolutely blown away by what happened. So I appreciate you taking the time to come on the Courage Cast and sharing with us. And um, thank you so much for being here today. You're welcome. I've enjoyed it. Thank you. I want to thank Rosalind for being on the show and really for generously sharing what she does with me and of course with you. There is so much that I feel like I am learning about spirituality and unlearning about my previous 
religious upbringing. And this is not a slight to it at all. It's just an awakening that I feel like I am going through. And I wanted to share this with you because I really do believe that there is some significance to releasing things that are in our past. So whether that be generational, past life, I invite you to explore what that looks like. And if it's not for you, then that's okay too. But if you want to connect with Rosalind, then I encourage you to go to the show notes and her links will be there and have a conversation with her. Find out more about what Akashic Records are and how you can move through past life trauma and break those karmic ties. Okay, friend, thanks for hanging out with me today. Until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crowley.